ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host, KB. I'm joined with Ricardo. Today, we're going to talk to you about the cold, harsh truth of the game industry. It's a very tough industry, guys. There is a lot of stuff that you need to know before going into it. You need to understand realistically what's going to happen so that way you can be optimistic, better prepared, and ready to take on the industry. Now, let's get right into the podcast. How do you feel about crunch? You know, where people, like gaming companies, have to put in like hours and hours and hours over the time that they're supposed to be working anyways? Well, it depends, you know, if you agree on that previously. I don't see a big problem. For myself, I have, of course, not insane hours, but like eight or ten per week, I'm okay. Right. You mean eight or uh, ten like every day or eight or ten the whole week? Per week. The, the whole week, the whole week. That's it? Just ten hours a week? In terms of overtime. Oh, okay. Uh, first, it's like ten hours a week? Damn, man. You, you write a book for ten hour work week, like the four hour work week. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, so that's like a 50 to 55 hour week at most. Yeah. When you get much over that, you end up with Mass Effect Andromeda. I mean, uh, with <laughs> lower quality work. Yeah. That's another thing, too. You might be getting more hours in, but it might be less quality work. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. gets to a point where, you know, it's even bad for the company. So. Because they're paying you a full salary per, per hour, right? But uh, your full hour, hourly rate, but you're not actually working at your full hourly rate. Really? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're working at some like someone who makes like half of what you make, but you're making full. Because cool. quality goes down depending on how much you're working because you get tired. Yeah. Interesting. Well, There's a pretty big balance between yeah. working overtime and killing your workers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now back to the, uh, the truth about the hard, cold truth is that it's you're not going to get you're not going to be able to make a game out of the, the box right away. And it's not going to be successful. You're not going to have a million dollars. I think that's yeah, something that guys, everybody assumes. It's like, oh, I'm going to have Fortnite. And then, yeah, please don't try to make an MMO in a week yeah. without knowing how to code. It's, it's not going to work. It's, it's You can do it eventually, but it's, it's, it's hard. Everything yeah. about the industry is hard, but you can do it if you put the time, the focus, yeah. and you understand what you're actually doing. You have to have yeah, a realistic view, but an optimistic view, too. You're like, all right, we got to yeah. do this, this, and that. And then you go, I can do this. It's going to happen because you already yeah. planned out what you're going to do. Yeah, and I say one very important aspect of, especially when you're learning, understand your limitations. Uh, and even after, because uh, after when you're doing actual projects, uh, understanding your limitations helps you ask for help when you need it, uh, look for a team. So get a team, don't try to make an MMO by yourself. <laughs> Can you imagine it? You're going to have either bad code or bad graphics, probably both. Yeah, or horrible frame rate or or just bugs. Bugs. Uh, 
Live, yeah. Oh man, what's another one? The I think one that I haven't really experienced, but it's where I think there's a lot of game developers that go to game dev colleges or trade schools, and they just do what they're told to do. So when they go to get a job, it's just the same. They see the same type of like assignment essentially. Oh, well, but all these artists are coming in and they have the same, like, hey, we're supposed to make like a dragon. So everybody has a different type of dragon, but it's really the same thing. Or the type of code, and it's just all the same code that everybody else has made because they were told to do it. And it's like, if you want to stand out, you have to do something that's never been done before. Or make something that's never been made before. Or think differently. Do something outside of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, what I see a lot nowadays that people want to be paid a fortune making things that everyone can do yeah it's like what are you bringing value what value are you bring to the world what problems are you solving nothing you just want to job like it's like you're going to get paid the amount of value you bring to the table it's just the truth so it's like are yeah. you going to bring more you're going to do more you're going to learn more are you going to be the person that they go wow if you're not here we can't make this because you can only make it it's like yeah that's true uh, what you see working at big companies and high-end tech jobs is that sometimes the companies kind of hostage to the professional, like usually developer in this case, especially if they manage to stick themselves to some old technology that are like five guys in town who know how to code in that language. And then like one works for IBM, one works for Microsoft and the other two are, I don't know, looking for something abroad and then you have just one for yourself. You have to give them like stupid amounts of money and they work four hours a week and you still have to pay them because what else? Yeah. It, like, it doesn't even have enough to do for the entire month. So it just comes and hangs out. They play some more other games and distract themselves. Yeah, one big thing also, uh, people see a lot of those videos and photos of headquarters of companies like Facebook or Apple that they have video games and, uh, I don't know, a slide. Or, that's not reality in most. Uh, I mean, it's good for the company. The companies usually do that for a reason. They want to keep the talents and stuff, but... A lot of the time that's a lot of money or you have old-fashioned management and it's an investment I, I, I mean the place I'm working yeah, they have those things but it's pretty much the first time I, I'm working in a company that has you know a PS4 and an Xbox one and it, it's usually for guys to hang out after work to get to know each other it's not to you know stop in the middle of the day and go play a couple of rounds yeah of course it's not, not- it's not to procrastinate. Maybe it's for a break. Maybe you, you work. Yeah, if you want to take a five minutes. Yeah, take yeah. a five. Because there's some science where it's like you work and you take a break and you work again and it does something to the way you remember things or you your productivity. So that way you constantly have a curve where you're like going up instead of it going down and up. That like it's like. Yeah. Uh, one important thing is also every hour you're working in front of a computer to get up for like five minutes, have a walk. Yeah, that's do why you need else. to have those, uh, uh, what are they called, treadmill desks, where you walk yeah. while you're working. Cause it, yeah, that's something fun. Actually, they have some standing desks at my job now. 
but they're not from anyone. They are just there for people who are in town and don't actually have a a desk there. Let's see. So there's probably a few other challenges that people face, like location. You're probably not going to li- be living in a location with a bunch of game companies. Like I don't live anywhere around a single game company where I live at the moment. That's why I'm moving to California. But um, I know Orlando has some. So it's like you can move there or commute there. Another one is like being fluent in the, I guess, the language of game development. So like programming, art, storytelling. Like you have to be able to know one of those things to be able to yeah. have an impact. You can't just go there and be like, hey, I love video games, so can I make games? Yeah, that's. I'd say it's an important part also of trying to work in a team in your own projects. When you get a real job, you're not going to do everything. You're going to do a lot of a very specific set of tasks. So you're either going to just program or just do art or just do sound. So it, if you're working from the start in a team, you're not wasting energy learning stuff you're actually not going to need. I agree. Yeah, in terms of having a game company in your backyard, yeah, that's not always going to happen. I lived most of my life in a country that has like two and 200 million people, so you can do the math there. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. We're going to need a math course to solve that. <laughs> but um, what's another one? I think another challenge is working for free. Like, I don't think a lot of people, at least my generation, are willing to work for free as much as they used to. I don't know why that's, or at least just some people don't have the mentality, but it's like work for free for some people. Get in there. Yeah. In the, especially if you're young like, like me or like haven't even like worked at a game company just go in there go in there and be like hey do like the video game testing or internships or anything you can get to get your foot in the door and then move your way up meet people network and show you what you got yeah that's um, a problem actually it's illegal a lot, a lot of places also to, to have someone work for free but unpaid internships used to be the norm you had uh apprentices and stuff like back in the old times and that back in used to work a lot yeah yeah that's actually a, a big issue i have with the education system that you actually especially up to high school even in college but in college it's more specialized but up to high school you learn a bunch of stuff you're not going to use for 99.9 percent of stuff like everything you're learning in high school you can easily forget until you're like 22 and not have any consequences. Yeah. And I was reading a, a suggestion from a guy who was saying that one thing that would be great starting from when you're like 12, you could start like working two hours a week then three hours a week just for something to see, uh, you know, to see a result. So even like making a shoe, you go be the apprentice of the shoemaker, okay? Uh, it's good not just to develop skills, but to see how the real world works, because you see a lot of people like 25, 26 years, even older, especially if you, you staying in academia, like getting a master's degree or uh, uh, higher. 
had that when they go out to the job market, they have no idea how the world works. They pretty much don't understand like results and earnings. <laughs> they end up like, I don't know. Some people think like business are a, a charity or something. Yeah. A lot of people, especially in America, think, well, I don't know if I would say a lot of people, but there's a, there's a little minority group that's kind of loud. that thinks that they should be handed things to them. Yeah. And things should just come, you know, money should just flow everywhere and they should have everything they want because and they, they just them. Yeah, people don't, don't don't understand the two fundamental rules of economics, right? That there isn't everything from for everyone, and people's wants are infinite. Yeah, it never ends. It's like a dog; you yeah. give them some food, and even if they're full, they still eat. Like, yeah, when you start making more money, you find out that oh yeah, I can't, I can't really spend it all. Yeah, it's very easy yeah, to yeah. spend. It's Let's as easy to spend yeah. $500,000 in a year as it is to spend $10,000 in, in a year. Yeah, it's true. Because uh, you're young, you look at celebrities making like, I don't know, $5 million a year, uh, even more. Some of them lose it all in a year. It's just... Yeah, they lose all their money and you think, yeah. okay, how can you spend $5 million? But I mean, it's like, it's not, I mean, it makes sense because it's like, you're on a daily basis now of living a life where you can do whatever you want, essentially. Yeah. And you are around people who spend tons of money. And no. another thing is, like, not it's not really them to blame, but it's that they took a job that made them tons of money, and then they don't have that job necessarily. They have to go find other ones, and maybe they don't, or they do, but it's not the same amount of money as the one that made them all this money. So they start spending a lot, a lot, like they think they're going to have all this money, and it just slowly like leaves their bank account, and nothing's really coming in. And then maybe some yeah. money comes in, but they, they they bought a mansion. So now it's like $100,000 million, whatever. And, and the time, maintenance for the mansion. Yeah, and then over time. It's just, Which is like a million dollars a like, year. Where'd the money go? More. It's like, you spent it on the house, and the car, and then like the, the, the 20,000 yeah. restaurants you went. Yeah, and good stuff is expensive. I I've been shopping for some shirts and, and suits and stuff. Stuff's expensive. It's really, really expensive. Yeah, if you really if you really look out there, you'll find stuff that's expensive. And yeah, some it's of it's the same quality as something you get for a little bit cheaper. Like, yeah, that that's true. There is also the price you're paying for convenience. Yeah, or brand. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm reading this interesting article about, you know, some tough truths or some, you know, what's hard about game development. And it actually here, one of the things it's saying, you know, it's difficult to remain at the top of game design. I never thought about that, but the fact is you, once you get the job, and once you do pretty good, you still have to keep learning, keep having yeah. fresh ideas. But I was also watching a documentary about the making of God of War and the amount of stress that that company was dealing with was um insane it was, it was just it blew the roof and they managed to succeed in what they wanted to do which was make this great game which i love i love god of war but it's like if they failed most of them probably would have lost their jobs and they would have to go and i don't know work for the company or make a new studio or do something else and it's like 
first of all, you need to have a plan to make sure that if you lose your job, you are set for a couple of months. You'll have a savings yeah. or whatever. Two is you need to keep yourself relevant, keep your resume on like on point, keep everything you know updated. Yeah. So that you can be ready for these moments when you either the situation's bad, you lost job, or you just and need to show someone that you can keep making new stuff and they can yeah. trust you for these projects. And especially when you're young, because your resume isn't as impressive, you don't have a big background. When you get that first opportunity, show you're good. Yeah. Show your value. Uh, that's something... I don't know how it is in the U.S., but here in Europe, I see that people aren't that proactive. So what I'm seeing from people coming from Brazil is that it's so easy to, to you know, be seen. Because uh, we're used to being proactive. So we, we the proactive ones here. Even people who aren't that proactive for Brazilian centers, they come here and they... We have some some more ease of climbing the ladder right just the first few steps the most important steps are the first few and they are the hardest because you have no experience getting your first real job with anything because you know when you have 20 years of uh, experience doing anything and like being you have in your resume like five or six big projects big brands it's like uh, if you worked for Microsoft, Google and Facebook it's a lot easier to get a job than if you have no experience oh, yeah, so, of course. Uh, don't give up get your first experience but learn from the feedbacks as well um, a lot of the times if you ask the hiring staff uh, for feedback overall sometimes they give it to you uh, send good emails. Uh, as it's also something I see missing in overall people working with development. Soft skills. They have issues talking to people. They don't know how to follow through on anything. They are passive. They aren't proactive. Those soft skills are a must. They can be a difference between you're keeping a job and you're losing a job because uh, soft skills make you seen. I agree. Yeah, you can hope all you want that they're going to fire the ones. That's not going to happen. They're firing the ones they actually don't think about. And, of course, the ones they think about in a bad light as well. But, yeah, it's kind of sad. You know. It's like it's usually the people that, you know, they, they went into the game industry because they like games, sort of. Maybe I don't. They kind of just did it, but they didn't have a passion for it. And so when they're doing the job, they're kind of just there to get paid and then go home. And it's not the passion to continue to make something great, which I think is what everybody needs. The people who really succeed, the people who are we remember, people who do things that define industries and games and everything else, are people with yeah, passion. Well, it's really that one thing. It's like you're gonna do something. You're going to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And it's not even going to feel like it. It's going to feel like fun and, and, and energizing. Yeah. And you're going to do yeah, just to, to, to have a good idea of what someone who gets hired and stays in the company looks like, watch Steve Jobs talking. Yeah, it's true. 
Anybody he has a personality, him, but it's like what? Yeah, he has a personality that is good for keeping jobs and getting new jobs. He yeah. he speaks really well. He's he he's always has he's a good face him. on. Mm-hmm. He has yeah, he has a passion. And I don't think people understand. He cares. Yeah, you look at him, you you know he cares, and that's very important. And that's something I see missing with game developers and software developers all around. Uh, you're not only going to be talking to technical people. You're going to be talking to all types of of people, to the cleaning lady, to the audio guy, to the artist. You need to know how to talk to every type of people. You need to dress for the job. I see a lot of people uh, who like to go to work in a t-shirt, right? Yeah, it's comfortable sometimes, especially in this crazy hot summer we're getting here. But yeah, get a good shirt, get some good shoes. Yeah, you can get a a, a nice look on a t-shirt as well, but yeah. No, I agree. That's good. Yeah, matter. Be confident in your outfit too. Like it'll, it'll make you feel yeah. better. So you yeah, can go up to exactly. people like, "Hey, this is what we're doing." Like, I, I don't know, it just builds confidence. Yeah, uh, there's a YouTube channel I follow, and if you can ignore his videos for people wanting to get women, uh, it's most videos are really nice. It's called Real Man Real Style. It gives style tips or you know more social wear for men. I made even a, a video about style tips from the Avengers. <laughs> really? Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, like looking how, how like how Chris Evans dresses and and stuff, and how yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And the other five Chris's, <laughs> how they dress in, in, in the movies, of course. Yeah, just really nice. I started looking when I was looking for tips for quoting for some job interviews. And yeah, it's really nice. I wasn't checking it much for the past year, but nowadays it's important again for me. On this article, it says you should make a five-year plan. That's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You need to know where you're going. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. The, the idea was to surprise I mean, it's a surprise. No, everybody should. Everybody should always think long term. Everybody should yeah. always they have a plan, 10, 20, 30 years, even if you don't even, even if it changes, at least you're going somewhere, so that way you hit a point, you go, okay, let's go this way, or let's go, like, you need to keep going somewhere. Yeah, uh, you need to know, do you like, the more technical side, you think you might be a better manager, those things matter, that's something you can find out really easy, because it's your personality, it's what you like, so... Yeah, if you like programming, you're probably going to want to go towards a more technical path. Maybe become like a tech lead, something like that, a focal point of a, a team, not not a higher manager. Uh, you can still make a lot of money and with that, so that's not a big problem, at least with software development. I don't know about the rest. Uh, it's very important. Always have... You don't have to have a step-by-step plan knowing, yeah, I'm going to stay, I don't know, 347 days in this company and then I'm going to start looking for a job at San Francisco and then when I get that job, I'm going to, no, you don't need that. You need something more broad. So, yeah, nowadays I'm going to focus on X. 
focusing on in five years trying to be why and with that you can at least go walking in the right direction maybe running if you're lucky because not knowing where you're going you can end up wasting a lot of time doing stuff you're not gonna need in the future like if you're gonna be a software developer you might not want to do a two-year course on software testing or project management especially if it's a long commitment yeah i mean it, most of the stuff takes a long time to learn and then yeah. not even that but a long time to keep it up to date and relevant to what you're doing but it's a good yeah. idea to know where you want to go you want to be a programmer or artist or game designer or even if you want to move like hey maybe i'll be a programmer for 10 years and then start branching up to like create like the creative director or, or game designer or producer man like other things in within the company or other companies but it's like you've you've had experience not just programming but meeting people interacting with releasing games all this other stuff that makes you qualified to move up but it doesn't yeah. come like two or three years it comes with time and experience yeah and if you have a plan uh, if you're in an uncomfortable situation you're in a project you don't like that much maybe you can sit down and think yeah this actually is still a step in the direction i want to go i can't handle this or maybe you think you're wasting your time and you can look for another project maybe ask in your own company for a new project because if you're in a big company they're going to have multiple projects at the same time like rockstar they made gta 5 but they had stuff from red dead 2 already kind of starting plenty so you're gonna have multiple things happening uh, and also of course maintenance for old software you can always uh, while you wait for the dream project and a company try to at least they do maintenance for some uh, some other game because yeah nowadays everything everything is running 10 10 years after launch so usually you have <laughs> You have a small team, at least you fix some bugs and implement like Christmas stuff and Easter stuff. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, game. Turn those yeah, out. Nice, like Christmas uh, special with the uh, snow coming down and the snow. Santa yeah, at least add some snow textures. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, there's always something to do, especially with these online games like Epic's yeah. uh, Fortnite. Always something new coming out. Always. Yeah, maybe you even get to do a special for a big movie and you know, do Avengers characters in your game. Have Korg play your game. You know what's exciting? E3 is next week, right? Starts next week? <laughs> you want to know something funny? I've played video games for well my entire life. I never followed 3. I just wow. Like, well, maybe we'll yeah. change that. Maybe we'll make. Like, yeah, I, I I only like know what's happening because yeah, every single YouTube channel about games posts like five videos a day about. I just want to see some Last of Us Two stuff. Yeah, so I know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, what else? What's, what's another cold hard truth about the gaming industry? The pay is not as good as banking yeah yeah 
for the developers at least. I guess for most, yeah. Yeah, if you want to make the good money and you have to go to banking. Yeah. Or insurance, maybe. I mean, I I think that's a whole other topic, but with the fact of becoming financially free, it can be multiple ways. Like, it could be, like, making, you know, your career is video games, but on the side, the money you, you have, you save it up, you invest it, you do things with it. Oh, yeah, that's something uh, I feel big life tips for yeah like that's everyone. like something else we can dive into but um, don't burn your money yeah that. just don't spend it like start, crazy yeah when you start making enough to invest especially in, under thir- 30 like all your 20s just take all the money you make and invest it yeah well, also uh, a big tip for retirement uh, don't count on the government's plans it changes they can simply out of nowhere decide not to pay you especially if you're young have your own retirement plan uh, especially because yeah sure even if everything works out if they don't cancel your retirement plan what if you oh, move to get it right we drop a disclaimer we are not financial uh, advisors do not take our advice without doing your own research all right continue <laughs> also very important uh we were talking about investments first rule of investments know what you're investing into yeah. don't buy bitcoin if you don't know how bitcoin <laughs> works if you can't explain have why bitcoin. it's important part of bitcoin. Stuff. Uh, same goes for uh, i don't know buying stocks and uh, i don't know a coal mine if you don't know what is good for a coal mine in terms of environment overall what can make the prices go up or down don't invest things you don't understand it's a pro tip for everything in life really and also yeah, you just, you'll never know that's why it's always like better to do like index funds or mutual funds or yeah like there's you go a vanguard and you get like the vanguard total stocks international stocks stuff like that you put it in the Roth yeah. IRA it won't get taxed in the future and then you just contribute to it you should be fine should yeah there's this guy I follow uh, and uh, on YouTube and when he makes videos talking about What's Bitcoin uh, it, it's in Portuguese. So. Oh, and I'm, okay. I thought I knew. Uh, but when he's talking about Bitcoin, he, he always says, "Your first investment, if you want to invest in Bitcoin, should be a book about Bitcoin." It's true. It's, it's true. You you should know enough about it, understand anything that anybody asks you. Like somebody asks you a question about Bitcoin, you're like, "Oh, I know all this." this and I go, "Okay, you know Bitcoin, so you must be investing into it because you understand and believe it's like it's going to happen." And Unlike the people who go, oh my god, Reddit, meme, Bitcoin to the moon, let's buy it. Like, let's Lambo, right? Lambo, Lambo, Lambo. What was that one guy, Bitconnect? Uh, He's like, Bitconnect! Yeah. Uh, usually the people who buy any asset or anything really uh, because they read in the paper or some magazine talking about how expensive it's gotten. Yeah, those are the guys who lose money. Because when the magazine is talking about Bitcoin and saying, yeah, the price has gone up, I don't know, 500% in the past week. Yeah, that's probably when it's going to crash because the guys who really know what they're doing, they bought it when it was, I don't know, like 400% less than it is right now. And it's really easy because, yeah, I don't know if you guys know about investments, but the ideal situation is you buy low and sell high, (laughs) not the other way around. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yep, it's the Warren Buffett quote, be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. And everybody was greedy December 2017, was it 2017? Yep, when Bitcoin went to 19,000, oh, 20,000, I think. Everybody was like, buy, 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 buy. Even I was like, ooh, what is this? Let me buy some. And then, boom. The funny thing was, like, I was skeptical about it. And then I saw it go up, and I was like, oh, then then, then this must be the whole thing everybody's going crazy about. So let me put some money in. And then I'm like, oh, there it goes down. Oh, well, there yeah. it is. Yeah, sure. most things are cyclical as well. The yeah. Bitcoin's not an exception. You see it going up uh, right before, like, Income tax in China, for instance, it usually goes up a bit because people sell their things and buy Bitcoin to escape taxes. Mm-hmm. And China has some issues with, you know, government overall. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Liberties and life in China. Yeah, you give a five-year-old <laughs> free access to your No Limits American Express, and it's the government's fault, of course. <laughs> It's a it's a game developers fault for putting it in there. Well, yeah, because we want to make money, but like the only problem with all these loot boxes and that's I think we talked about this already in another podcast. But it's like it it's like you're not making a game to be a game or or a piece of art. You're making a game to make money, and it's nothing again. It's nothing. I get it. It's the business side of the industry, and that's probably the biggest cold truth about this is that it's an industry yeah, it's that they have to make money. So people are going to have to work hard, long hours, or they're just going to outsource you. Um, games are not always going to be just about the fun, which it should be. And that's it's a thing that we're working through with the whole industry. But it's like people need to make money at the end of the day. And then there's all this conversation where it's like, you know, all the investors or the, the, uh, the people high up, they're just using that money to buy Lambos and live their life. I mean, that's why they invested in the company. That's why they put all their like money and effort and like time. Yeah, that, to- that's the whole idea of investing. You don't consume in the present to have something big so, in the future. Yeah, so it's like like the guy who who opens a butcher shop. He probably saved for like five years, ten years even, to be able to buy that butcher shop. Yeah, making money. Yeah, he deserves it. He probably while while you were burning your money in beer and hookers and I don't know what else. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot of, like, disconnect miscommunication with the high-up people and the down people. Like, of course, there should be more engagement, more understanding, more listening, more communication. So that way... And that's actually just a a pro tip for higher-ups overall, you know, try to be more involved. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you having your little Lambo and living your life because that's what you set out your life to be. Yeah, you, you want you know, that's what you guys. Everybody wants that. But in terms of increasing productivity, if you're more involved with the overall day to day of the company, usually you know your employees they respond really well. If you go down, sit down, have a have a conversation, go to the kitchens, and yeah, just go there and pick someone random and start talking. Yeah, I I believe that's a must. Yeah, and 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 it is a modern trend to have more reachable ups not just those untouchables yeah yeah but um yeah that's that's the hardest truth of them all you're doing this to make money for your family and they're doing that for the same reasons or to make more money or yeah so like you know it's pretty basic you know yeah. people to increase their satisfaction and 
everyone does what they think will increase their satisfaction. They might yeah. be wrong. They might make mistakes. But the main reason people act, the basis of the Austrian School of Economics, people act to increase their satisfaction, to have a vision for their future. They act to try to get better overall. Couldn't so, have said it better myself. Yeah. Yeah. Neither could I. That was Ludwig von Mises. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with that, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. I think this was great. Remember, life, the industry, everything could be hard. But if you prepare for it, you make plans, you, you go out there, meet people, you work hard, you do all the stuff that you need to do, then you'll make it. Or not, it's up to you. <laughs> Just never give up. That's what I say. Never, never surrender. Never yeah. surrender. <laughs>